This is the message from Connection Community Church for Sunday, October 29th, 2017. Hashtag masks. We wear the mask that grins and lies. It hides our cheeks and shades our eyes. This debt we pay to human guile. With torn and bleeding hearts we smile, and mouth with myriad subtleties. Why should the world be otherwise, in counting all our tears and sighs? Nay, let them only see us while we wear the mask. We smile, but, O oh great Christ, our cries to thee from tortured souls arise. We sing, Oh, the clay is vile beneath our feet and along the mile. But let the world dream otherwise. We wear the mask. Mm. Mm. It's a tough poem, isn't it? Paul Dunbar. Been around a while talking about our masks, but masks aren't always serious, are they? In fact, this Thursday we had uh, participated in the uh, trick-or-treat on Maine where the kids and some of the parents get costumed up and go trick-or-treating with the downtown businesses. We got to be a part of that. And uh, let me tell you, it was, it was over-the-top awesome. We had like 300 kids and their parents come into the garage for treats. And uh, we had these backgrounds set up so they could have photo ops where mom or dad or whoever could take the kid, you know, their cell phone or whatever and take their picture, take it home. It was absolutely it awesome. It was an awesome night around here. And we want to thank everybody that was involved. There were people who did so many different things, and it really took an army to pull it off. So thank you, everybody, because it was a great night for Connection Church, mm -hmm. a great way to reach the community, and um, we're, we're very grateful for you. So we had trick-or-treat on Main, and this it's Tuesday, right? Coming up, Halloween? Or, yeah. Is it Tuesday? I don't want to miss out now. I'm going to get, you know. And so we have all the costumes, but with a costume always comes with a mask, with a mask. And masks come in all shapes and sizes, right? Some homemade, some store-bought, some elaborate, some simple. I've seen some as simple as a couple lines of makeup and, you know, others where the person's whole head is completely covered. But the thing about a mask is the whole point of it is to hide our identity, right? To hide our identity and oftentimes to project a different identity, in other words, to pretend to be somebody who we really aren't. <laughs> Funny thing is, masks aren't just confined to Halloween, are they? And they're not just confined to kids. Uh, many of us wear masks on a lot of days other than that uh, last day of October. As we're going to talk about this morning, as we finish our series called Hashtags, this morning it's hashtag, I bet you can guess. There, you can read, can't you? Yeah, very good. Very, very good. Good morning, Connection Church. My name is Carrie Jones. I'm Alan Jones. And we are two sinners who have been saved by the grace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You guys rock by showing up in the rain. Awesome. Thank you. We, yeah. 
Yeah, it's great to be together. And uh, an extra shout out to the parking lot greeters out there. Oh my goodness, amazing, amazing, amazing. A, a day like today and a day in January where you get two feet of snow, I tell them that's our recruit days. Because if somebody will agree on that day, man, they're a lifer. They're, they're in for good. Yeah. So you know how, how cool that was to see um, Al. He's probably still out there. It's probably too wet to come in, actually. But um, with the umbrella, honestly, it's so important for hospitality. So if you're led, I know that Andy, you do it. A lot of you are involved in that ministry. But uh, be a part of it. And if you'd like to do it, just... Um, check in with me and we will get you hooked up right away just, um, just sign up yeah just sign up i'd like to pray would you bow your heads please almighty god thank you so much for today even the rain and um we give this time to you god and ask that you would uh, settle us in center us so that we might receive what you would have us here what you would have us receive we thank you for this morning, and we give it to you in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And everybody agreed and said, amen. amen. Okay, so uh, once again, definition of hashtag. It's a social media link created by placing the pound sign in front of a word or a phrase. Also used, and uh, way kind of we've been using it here for this series, simply for emphasis or focus or even possibly humor. Yeah. Yeah, as Alan said, it does not have to be Halloween to wear a mask. In fact, for many of us, and probably all of us, at one time or another, that might have been our MO, our mode of operation. You know, we can hide behind these masks, you know, trying to keep others from seeing what's going on inside of our lives, what we're thinking, how we're feeling. And, you know, it's just not other people that we might be hiding from. We put those masks on and even have this thought that maybe God can't even see what's going on. We know rationally that God can see through that, but we do try to hide from God as well. And once again, like so many other things, we can trace this wearing a mask, this hiding, all the way back to Adam and Eve after they ate the forbidden fruit, after they fell, realized their mistake, their vulnerability, their nakedness. They literally, fearfully, tried to hide from God. <laughs> That's a good one, isn't it? And even though they weren't successful, we've been trying to hide from God ever since, as well as from one another. Hashtag masks. There's a blog written by someone named Linda Green, and the blog is called, Where Are You Hiding? And she shares the following. Sadly, even when we are clothed in Christ, we often continue to live just like those still in hiding. Failing to grasp the full gospel, we often continue to struggle with guilt, shame, and fear. Living defeated lives that condemn us for past or present sins. We hide behind masks that, in actuality, keep us from experiencing the joy and peace that is rightfully ours in Christ. Hmm. So then we got to say, so what are these masks that we wear? Well, according to this same Linda Green, one of the more common masks that's worn is the mask of self-sufficiency. 
Now, that's the mask that allows us to say, I can take care of myself, thank you. I don't need anybody else. And though we might not say it out loud or even realize we're thinking it, we often include God in this I don't need list. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And we've talked before about how we live in this culture that, that cultivates this idea, this uh, I did it my way culture, this, uh, uh, you know, pull oneself up by the bootstraps culture, this culture that says I, I can do it by myself. And that culture encourages this kind of an attitude. But Scripture... The Word of God, the Bible, tells us the, quite the opposite. It's all through the Word of God, but we want to pull out just a couple of scriptures. The first one is found in the book of Ecclesiastes. It's chapter um, three, 4, verses 9 through 12. Two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. If either of them falls down, one can help the other up. But pity anyone who falls and has no one to help them up. Also, if two lie down together, they will keep warm. But how can one keep warm alone? Though one may be overpowered, two can defend themselves. Say the last line with me. A cord of three strands is not quickly broken. A cord of three strands, not quickly broken. I love that image of the rope and the strands, and they're so um, entwined. And it reminds me that, you know, first of all, it's not a single strand. It's just not me. It's me and someone else. And then that third strand is God. And we're just tied in together. It's such a powerful, powerful image for us to remember that that's really how God designed us, to be in community in relationship with one another, just not one another, but God certainly in the mix of all that. So this verse offers us guidance. And it's um, opposite of self-sufficiency. That's what this is. It's the opposite of not needing anyone. One of the challenges of this mask of self-sufficiency is that it often leads to self-centeredness. And basically, self-centeredness is the basis of all sin when you think about it. Putting myself in the middle, in the center, rather than God. Wanting people to notice me, value me, possibly even worship me. It causes us to isolate ourselves from others. And all too often, isolate ourselves from God. Pride is at the center of self-sufficiency, and pride is at the center of sin. Notice that I is at the center of both of those words, sin and pride, and both of them separate us from God and one another. Hashtag mask. And as we try to hide behind this mask of self-sufficiency, it's important to remember um, some words from the Apostle Paul who wrote uh, a lot of the second half of the Bible and he was speaking to the church at Corinth. And Paul shared, not that we are sufficient in ourselves to claim anything as coming from us, 
but our sufficiency is from God. Hmm. Our sufficiency is from God. We can't claim success. We can't claim value in ourselves. That comes from God who is sufficient. And so it is God and God alone who is sufficient, who truly fills our needs, who is the one, capital O, one that we can rely on, should rely on, the only one that we must rely on. God and God alone is sufficient to bring us that peace that passes all understanding that we read about in Scripture, who offers us the saving grace of Jesus Christ. Our sufficiency comes from God and God alone. It is God who completes us, not someone else. You know, you hear people say, he completes me, or was it Jerry Maguire? You complete me. I don't. <laughs> Sorry to say. I got to go with the scriptures on this one. That's what I got to refer to a higher power here. That's right. You we know, Jerry said, you complete me. Unfortunately, that worked for the movies, and it was very romantic, but Jerry was wrong. God and God alone completes us. We have a God-shaped hole in our soul. God and God alone fills that hole. God completes us. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, Trinity, three in one, and with us, complete so we were talking about the mask of self-sufficiency. There's another mask that we often wear, and it's the mask of everything's fine, thank you. And it's kind of funny. I don't know where she is. Um, I was talking to Sue Parkowski, and she goes, well, how are you today? And I said, everything's fine. And I thought, you know what? Everything's really not fine right now, but I don't have time to go into it. But... Uh, <laughs> Well, you do if you guys but have until 3 o'clock. Because how often do we say, and I'm not talking about just having a bad day. I'm talking about really stuff inside where we're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to put this mask on. Everything's fine. Thank you. And we hide behind <laughs> this mask. And according to Linda Green, oftentimes we hide behind that particular mask because of fear. Here's what she says. Hidden behind this mask the mask of everything's fine, thank you, are many things, but most of all, fear. When we are clothed in Christ, we are adopted into God's family, where we should also find acceptance and encouragement from the body of believers. Sadly, we have all experienced some measure of betrayal or hurt and rejection. This can send us scurrying back to our masks, adding more layers to our wall of self-protection. This, what she wrote, really kind of affected me because it says right here, when we're adopted into God's family, we should find acceptance and encouragement in the body of believers, and how often do we wound each other? And we make this all but a safe place, and we might have a conversation. Maybe it's not, we don't mean it, but... It happens, and it just causes us to put the masks on even here, even here. And so I would, we would hope that all of us could really 
um, be graceful and grace-filled. Oh, there you are, Sue. <laughs> Hi. Everyth everything's fine, thank you. Uh, right she was now, trying to keep a low I got profile. A job to do and she was I keeping can't a low profile so you wouldn't call yeah, her out, but that yeah, didn't work very no. well. So, nice try. <laughs> yeah. But I'm just—we're just saying here at Connection Church, um, we can try to trust one another and um, be grace-filled and graceful toward one another. The challenge. With hiding behind the everything's just fine, thank you, mask, is that while we may be keeping the truth from everyone else, we're the one who continues to hurt, to pay the price, to be anything but fine. Hiding behind this mask doesn't make things better. If anything, it delays our recovery, our restitution, our dealing with reality. And it's often difficult to objectively look at our own situation while hiding behind this mask. We, we need the help of others. But be careful what others we seek the help from. We, we can't just turn to anybody willy-nilly. Can't go around and share our innermost, deepest, personal gut stuff with just anyone, our challenges, our hurts, hang-ups, and habits with everyone, anyone and everyone. You know, we need a person, a family, a, per a, a family member or a friend who is close, maybe not just one, maybe two or three if we can find them, people who have some spiritual maturity, some uh, who uh, have our interest at heart, people who truly love us and want what's best for us, people who we can share our stuff with and know they're going to listen and not sh then share it with the world. People who can, we can share with and, and will listen and kind of keep it, but also won't be afraid to hold us accountable and keep us real. People will help us Things, things from a godly perspective, people who will keep what we share between us and, again, not let it out. The, those kind of relationships don't just happen, do they? They're not instantaneous. They take time. They take uh, some energy. And they take effort. They, one reason why small groups are so important here, because Hopefully, that's the place where these kind of relationships can develop, where you get together on a regular basis, and with some time, you can maybe trust each other with things, and with more time, you trust more and more and deeper and deeper, and develop those relationships where trust truly grows. You know, it's crucial to have Christ followers who we can share with, who we can unload with, who we can fess to who will also, like we said, they'll hold us accountable. Here's what Paul shared with the church at Galatia. Say it with me. Carry each other's burdens, and in this way you will fulfill the law of Christ. You know, we talk about being the hands and feet and voice of Jesus, but we also need to be the ears, don't we? Listen and care for those who need to take off the mask and, and share with us. That's what we're talking about here. 
Satan loves it when he can get us off by ourselves, causing that isolation, that separation from one another when Satan can whisper these things into our head and twist the truth that we know in Scripture. Twist things so much that it becomes so destructive, and then we become in this one little island, and we become self-sufficient in our own little cave. He tried to do that with Jesus at the beginning of Jesus' ministry. When Jesus was fasting in the desert for 40 days, he was hungry, he was tired, he was alone, and Satan thought he had a shot at bringing Jesus over to his side, and he tempted him in tremendous ways, every way possible, but Jesus held firm, held firm to the words of his Father, the words found in Scripture. He depended on God for his strength. And Satan does the same thing to each one of us. Just loves to mess with us, hitting us when we're vulnerable, hungry, and I don't mean food, but hungry for things, and tired and, and alone. You remember, Al, thank you so much for being out there. Al. Yeah. You know, Satan talked to um, just one person in the garden about the forbidden fruit and um, isolated that one person, and then everything kind of blew up. And does, he does the same thing with us. He talks to us in those moments when we, too, are isolated and vulnerable. Yeah. When we're especially alone. He loves it. He absolutely loves it when we don't feel comfortable sharing things with others, when we keep things to ourselves, when we look inward for the answers rather than outward, when, when we're in our own little isolated worlds. It's a dangerous place to be because we need others to talk to to share with, to carry our, help us carry our burdens. So it's really difficult to take off masks. Um, about a year or so ago, I remember the month was August, and I stood right here and I said to you, I am really messed up. I feel like I'm unraveling from the inside out. And it was a really tough realization that I was in a really bad place. And it was hard for me to tell you, hi, Connection Church, I am really messed up because who wants a messed up pastor? But how I was feeling was just this out-of-controlness, things that I didn't even understand was going on inside of me, but it wasn't good. And I can remember I was standing here and I illustrated, I feel like, I'm ready to go over. I'm not, and I said, I'm not going to do it because I'm going to get help. And I did, and it was not fun, but I did get some help for a period of time, and I also found a program that I work through, and it really has helped me with perspective. But it was until I kind of fessed up where I was at that 
I couldn't start healing and I couldn't begin to become whole again until I faced it and confessed it. Now, not suggesting that you have to confess to five or 600 people, <laughs> but first of all, confess to God. And the Holy Spirit will begin to work, and it's the Holy Spirit that helps us identify those things that we do need to deal with. And it's absolutely safe. We don't think it is, but it's absolutely safe. God will love you no matter what you confess and carry you through no matter what. And then we find someone to talk to and begin that road to healing so that you can be all who God created you to be when God first thought of you. So the other side of this mask is the mask believers in Christ sometimes wear when they're around their non-believing friends. The mask that is worn that makes us look like we're just like everybody else, uh, allows us to kind of blend in even though we're claiming Jesus as our Lord and Savior. It's a mask we wear when we lack the courage to stand up for Jesus, what he stands for when we are fearful that maybe our friends won't like us if they know we're Christ followers. I hate to admit it, but take the mask off. I, it's the mask I sometimes wore when I was in the insurance business. When I was at our weekly meetings, I joined right in with the rest of the guys, and the way I talked and acted with them, I doubt that it was evident that I claimed Christ as my Lord and Savior, even though I believed he is and was. Uh, and the question then, you know, looking at that is, am I, am I truly a Christ follower? if I don't act like it, if I'm acting other. If that's the case, uh, am I truly following the one I claim to be following? That's a, that's a tough thing to wrestle with. Take that mask off. But that's the mask of the Christian who blends in with the world. There's another mask that we sometimes wear, and it's the mask of being a Christian on the outside but having a secret life on the inside. Looks like a Christian, but acts like something else. Now, this is a tough one because, um, you know, we want to look good and do good, but, you know, God wants to enter all of those different places and spaces in us and wants us to be authentic in our, um, in claiming Christ as Lord. You know, we're all sinners. Romans 3.23 reminds us that we've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. But this mask that we put on really hurts the church at large. You know, claiming to be a Christ follower, but behaving in different ways, and especially living a double life. And so God, the good news is that God can take that mask off and kind of prune us where we need to be pruned and clean us up and help us become um, authentic and real. So our question this morning to you is what mask are you wearing? What mask are you wearing? There's lots of them. Is it the mask of self-sufficiency, the one that allows you to feel like you've got it and you don't need anybody and that includes God? You can handle it. Or is it the mask of Everything's fine, thank you. 
where we just sort of go along and keep putting that layer and layer on instead of dealing with what's going on inside, inside because everything may not be fine. Or the mask that looks like a Christian but acts like something else. Or how about that mask of a Christian who blends in with the world? Whatever mask that you might be wearing, and we've all worn these from time to time, but we're encouraging you to pray to God, go to God, ask God, okay, what is it that, what do I need to take off? What do I need to do in order to honor you and to live for you more and more each day? It's fine to wear a mask on Halloween, but when it's, you know, our day-to-day -day routine, it's time to go to God and to um, allow God to guide you through and trust God enough. Take that mask off. Mm. You know, taking a mask off isn't always easy, is it? We have to be careful uh, sometimes to do that where it's a safe place. Hopefully this is a safe place like this. We hope so, a place where where we don't need to pretend, a place where we can be God-sufficient rather than self-sufficient, a place we don't have to pretend that everything's fine, where we can seek help, where we can be real with ourselves and others. Hopefully, we can take the mask off here, claiming Jesus for all to see, seeking forgiveness, and when we've not claimed Jesus like we should have or could have, Maybe today is the day for us to take off our masks. Take off the mask and maybe leave it at your seat. Or you could come up front and pray and leave the mask there on the steps. It would be cool to have a steps full of masks today. Or maybe back in the prayer corner there. See Nancy moving over to the prayer corner. She's ready to pray with somebody. Maybe today's the day to take off your mask and leave it. Get real. Get real with Jesus. Be able to say, you know, I, uh, I need some help. I can't do this thing on my own. I need a Savior, and I know I'm not him. Take off the mask and share the challenges, maybe with a close friend. Act like a follower of Jesus, to clean up your act. Maybe today is the day to take a step closer to being the man or the woman that God created you to be when God first thought of you so long ago. Maybe today is the day to get rid of your hashtag masks. I love this graphic. This, uh, the person standing up with that white flag, surrender. I surrender. I surrender my mask. I surrender that stuff inside of me because the best place, I mean, the Lord is so ready. So yes, today is the day. Trust. Trust God with your stuff. That's the good news. Let's believe it. Let's live it. And let's pray. Mighty God, it's, um, it's hard because we... Half the time, we don't even know these masks occur. And so by your Holy Spirit, Lord, convict us, show us. God, um, forgive us for when we aren't authentic. Forgive us for when we're self-sufficient instead of God-sufficient. 
forgive us where we when we put on these um, these faces when we really could get real with you. So thank you for loving us and caring for us and and being sufficient. Thank you for a new day. The old is gone, the new has come. And for your mercy and grace. Thank you for each and every person that came here today. And for them, um, they could have made other choices. Thank you that it's today here. And I pray that there's something that's been said or sung or spoken that um, would make an impact and a difference in, in the lives here, would draw them closer to you. I pray this in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us for our podcast. For more information about Connection Community Church in Middletown, Delaware, please visit our website at justshowup.church. You can also call our church offices at 302-378-7692. Connection Community Church, connecting people.